Well, hello boys and girls, sports fans and assorted waifs and strays. It's still Thursday, it's still February the 28th, 2019, and yeah, it's Den again from Diginomica. What's going on? Well, Derek Dupree has been kind of quietly putting together a little newsletter for our public sector readers. And if you're not on the main site, um, you won't find it there anyway. But if you're on the government site, then you'll find some of what he's talking about. And he has a different way of assembling the uh, daily to um, to what our other colleagues do. So let me just share with you what he's doing. Okay. So his first story, sharing data for better care. It's a story we've heard before, but one with a problem that is yet to be solved. A report out this week by the Health and Social Care Parliamentary Committee highlighted that there remain significant barriers to information sharing and linking as it relates to support and care for newborns and their parents. The report focused on how the first thousand days of life are the most critical to a child's development and highlighted areas where the government is failing to support this. The data problem is an interesting one. Remember, care data... The failed NHS project that also saw linking information as a way of improving health services delivery, but fell down because of data privacy concerns. In an ideal world, we would get to a place where the public sector could be trusted with our data. However, that doesn't seem to be the case just yet. It's also true, though, that some data sharing and linking is okay to do right now, but the data owners are hesitant for fear of making headlines. Interestingly, the report notes that GDPR is also creating further confusion and anxiety for caregivers over what can be shared and what can't. This needs action from the top, with clear guidelines and training across the health and social care system. Complex, isn't it? Very, very complex. But certainly worthy of, um, of review. Because again, if you're, in the, if you're in the business sector, the chances are that you're going to come across some of these problems as well. So, you know, sometimes keeping an eye on what's going on in public policy is a good idea. Moving on. BEIS CDIO Carl Hoods gives his opinions on GDS. Well, there's a load of acronyms for you, isn't it? Okay. One of our c- contributors, Suraj Shah, sat down recently with the recently appointed CDIO over at the Department for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy. Carl Hoods gave us an interesting insight into the work going on in the department. I was particularly pleased to see that he's undergoing work to change BEIS's operating model, moving from a largely outsourced environment to an insourced one, in line with GDS and government strategy. And on his experience of working with GDS, Hood said that he had nothing but positive experiences so far. That too is good to hear, given GDS has sometimes encountered hostility when working with departments, creating an us-v-them culture. It's worth a read, and we will keep up to date with the progress being made at BEIS in the coming months. And, first, fax machines, now pages. Health Secretary Matt Hancock is wasting no time in shaking things up and drawing a number of red lines for the NHS. Not too long ago, he announced a ban on fax machines, and now he's coming after your pages. Hancock's point is that the technology is outdated, and because it it is only being supported by one company in the UK... The cost of a single pager can be very high. He points to alternatives being more efficient and cost-effective, highlighting that pagers cost the NHS 
6.6 million annually. Whilst these red lines are being drawn, Hancock is also, thankfully, putting in place central controls and support to guide NHS organisations towards alternatives. Last week we highlighted how the NHS is getting its first central digital unit, being dubbed NHSX, which will be responsible for setting policy, standards and strategy. Many before Hancock have attempted to transform NHS tech from the top down, but have ultimately failed. Will he succeed? Is this the right approach? Uh, let us know your thoughts. NHS is one of those situations. Anyway, and uh, this is the twist here, um, because Derek says it's not all about us, and he's perfectly right in that regard. And he, as he says, that while we like to think that Diginomica government is doing a decent job of giving you a lot of the information analysis you need, we know that there's a load of stuff out there that we either don't have time to cover or someone has already done a great job of covering it. That doesn't mean to say you shouldn't know about it and we can't share the love here. So here are some of his top picks from the last week or so floating around the web. So two tweets caught his eye, both by the same person. Sanjay Poiser, that's P-O-Y-Z-E-R, a service designer at GDS. The first in which Sanjay points to some good government as a platform execution, which I think is worth highlighting. We like success stories. And, he's, and Sanjay says, this is massive. Centrally built platforms like GDS being used by a centrally built service, the DFT, being then delivered by local authorities throughout the country. Whoopee-doo. Sanjay's second tweet talks about a potential role for service designers and user researchers within political parties, which should definitely be a thing. And again, Sanjay says, Just a thought, but why aren't political parties hiring service designers and user researchers? Like, imagine if manifestos included links to validated prototypes. Feels like it could be a thing. Hmm, maybe so. Anyway, look, if you enjoyed that, and it does run a little longer than what we normally do, um, I'll do it again. I'll keep doing these things. Until the next time, I've been paraphrasing what Derek's been saying. See ya.